0: And with that comes another podcast. This month, we have Jesse and the Revelator. Now, I'm with Rob, the singer-songwriter behind that project. And uh, it makes me happy to be here. We're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where he calls home. And uh, a long time ago, many moons ago, we met at the Bitter End in New York City. And it was a great, it was a great experience for me. So to be here again, hearing his music live. Uh, I'm very happy so I'm going to turn it over to him for his first song I'm
1: happy
2: to have you Mark If you ever need someone I'm going to be the one who's there for you Who's there Of course you'll meet a million people with lips to lay this claim. And hands to help you rearrange the letters in your name. Out of love for you or hatred for themselves. The struggle comes when you're too turned around to tell. Where the line's supposed to be or fits the line at all. But if you ever track it down, won't you give your old man a call? Cause I'll be dying slowly while I watch the parking lot And wait on some demiurge to slide me in a slot Cause I, fool, was too ashamed to see my outlook tested so i just defaulted to whatever i thought was expected until in the most stunning way you gave me all the help i'd ever need to justify not quite living for myself that's why, if you ever need someone, I'm gonna be the one who's there for you, who's there. I just pray you'll be out seeking exactly what you want, not heeding all the bugle calls of other people's hunts and bound to yours truly or your mother Should your homeland never call your name as clearly as another Of course my heart would turn to rust like a bike left in the rain But I'd drive you to the airport and you'd never once hear me complain That's cause if you ever need someone I'm gonna be the one who's there for you Who's there I mean if you ever truly need someone I'm gonna be the one who's there for you
0: Very nice. That's, uh, that's about your your little girl.
1: That's my that's about my baby girl. Yeah.
0: Congratulations on your fatherhood.
1: Thank you very much. Nine months in. I'm nine months into it. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's exciting, man. That's uh, how how do you think? Uh, I, I know I know I'm not a parent, but I know parenthood kind of changes your view on life, your view on you know, on the world. Has sure. it had an Has it had an effect on your uh, writing?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I'm definitely more. Uh, uh, I I want to write songs that I can play, in front of, my daughter, that I can play for her one day, that she'd be proud to know. Excuse me, were written about her. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it has changed. I, I mean, I've only written a couple songs since she was born. Um, But yeah, I do find myself looking more inward than I used to. You know, earlier we were talking about kind of shying away from my personal experience when it comes to songwriting and you know, trying to come to songwriting as like an occasion for empathy. Um, You know, and maybe I'm dressing that up to sound more benevolent and noble than it is. Maybe it's just I'm a little insecure about how Interesting people might find me, and uh, so I gravitate towards stories that I think people will find more compelling, but for whatever reason, since she's come along, I, I do think I'm writing songs that are more about me or more about people I know or or if not overtly about me or people I know, at least like kind of colored by those relationships uh but yeah, I mean that song definitely. I, I couldn't have, couldn't have written that song.
0: I've always imi- uh, admired your ability um, to have an idea and then deliver that idea through the song. And I know that sounds maybe simplistic because every song has some type of story behind it, the good ones and the bad ones. But, sure. But when it's done in a when it's done in a super genuine artistic way, um, that I hear in your music, um, you tow that line between of of artistic integrity plus. Like, uh, being true to yourself and not trying to play the game that is the music industry. Sure. Yeah, you do this, you, you do it kind of your own way. Um, I've always admired that about oh, you. thank you, Mark. Is that, that's something you set out to do? Is that something you just kind of stumbled upon?
1: Well, um, we we were kind of talking about this earlier. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, I want to be cool I don't want to come off as contrived or affected. Um, Or if maybe, and we also talked about this earlier, if it's based in like kind of fear, sure, you know? Like, um, I I don't know. You know, if I were to throw myself completely uh, and unapologetically into the music industry, if I were to play out every night, if I were to, you know, own my music under my own name and not under a moniker which sometimes feels like a um, a bit of an escape hatch or uh, kind of a cop-out if I were to do those things and then fail uh, you know I I gave it my all and I failed as myself whereas you know if I just kinda keep one foot in half the time and Use a moniker, um, you know if I fail or if I you know only achieve basically one step above complete obscurity, uh, I can always look back and say, "Well, you know, I didn't try that hard, you know, so I don't know i like I want to believe that um you know I'm just a cool motherfucker, and I you know I don't need to tweet and I don't need to put stuff on Facebook, I want to believe that. Uh, I think most of the time I succeed in convincing myself of that, but uh, you know, I mean, the the introspective songwriter in me thinks maybe there's something else more behind it.
0: Well, well, regardless of of your approach, and yeah, um, on one hand, if you don't market yourself, and I find this with my own work as well, that if you don't market yourself in the beginning, you're all you're you're virtually sabotaging. Whatever chance you have at, at obtaining something, um, now whether or not that's right or wrong really isn't up to me to decide. I think I think the best you can do is just stay true to who you are. Because maybe I know this from my perspective. I mean, maybe that's all I am—is the like I'm. This, I'm where I'm supposed to be, booking my own shows, sure. playing in my own places, doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think you have to be a salesman. Um, I don't think you have to be uh, a, just a cog in the wheel, you know what I mean? No, for sure. So,
1: I mean, the, I also never let go of the possibility that, you know, uh, and this is going to sound like false modesty, but I don't intend it to at all, but, like, you know, maybe I'm just not that talented. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just not, uh, you know, as talented as the dudes making tons of money and selling out shows, like... Um, I mean, you. we were talking about this earlier with Mumford & Sons, like, you were saying, to their credit, uh, if they set out to be super popular and to modernize folk music and market it to tweens, like, to their credit, they knew how to do that. Like, they decided to do that, and then they did it. Like... Yeah, mission accomplished. You yeah, know? right. You went and did it. I mean, that's more than I can say about my relationship to my mission, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like uh though you know again to to what extent have i defined my mission i, I don't
0: know right and as i think there's there's no right or wrong answer because at the end of the day i think what it boils down to is, is trying to do the best work you can do absolutely and and that's where i just from the minute i heard you i was like well this guy can write a song um, i mean he can you're kind. um and i'm going to bug you to play another one here on that note because i mean I don't know anybody that can listen to the like really pay attention like sit down and listen to this and then not say the guy can write a song (laughs) you know there's just no way around it uh i appreciate that so let's. what are we hearing
1: um let me get the reverb back on here so for for the listener at home we are we're recording this on uh on a tascam porter studio uh four-track cassette recorder.
0: A little old school. That's right. And that's where Jesse and the Revelator sounds his best.
1: That's correct. Um, I love
0: it. I do love the lo-fi sound he produced. Before, while he's while he's thinking about his song here, I do want to put out that on his Bandcamp page, um, There he has a couple albums out there. The newest one is uh, Demos 1978 to 1984, which I think is a brilliant title for an album. <laughs> it's an actual album. It's not Demos, but it says demos in the title right Um, you can listen to that it's a beautiful recording Um, he does uh, we're gonna get into his experimentation here in a little bit but Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then he's got an album on there called Jenna which is just uh, just a beautiful story a beautiful sad story but um, very powerful nonetheless Mm -hmm. so with the second
2: song Nobody waits in the communion line Cause they like the taste of the host They're there to be moved And you knew we were too So you conjured flesh out of flower Always a self-effaced lad You secretly had you the power Mm -hmm. But by some great defect In these orangutan brains Of ours you couldn't believe That someone who truly knew You could fully love you Without reserve It's like our faculty's jackknife. When people don't act like we're cursed mm-hmm. So instead You put your money in your teeth, And now You're never gonna get to be Falklands Or play Battleship In Reykjavik Or cry All night I just know somewhere out there In the firmament was The perfect arrangement of words that you were dying to hear But all goddamn year My night vision Had been on the frizz. So I'll pray that sentence To you in the instance It's fixed mm-hmm. So instead You put your money in your teeth. You're never gonna get to be Marlin in the Falklands or play battleship and rake your vehicle, get dissipated in St. David's or hockey chains, in Tenerife or cry.
0: Jesse and the Revelator. Now, to to hear the recorded music, you're gonna check out his Bandcamp, and what's that? Jesse and the Revelator dot Bandcamp dot com. Uh, Is that
1: it? Yeah. uh It's a mouthful. Guess. Yeah, that's I, yeah I'm pretty sure that's what is that I mean, how the Bandcamp URLs work. I think so. It's it's before thebandcamp.com. We should have I done this so. before we started. No, <laughs> hey, just okay. just Google it. Yeah, it's all
0: good. There's there's not too many Jesse and the Revelators out
1: there. Wow <laughs> um, Jesse and the Rippers. Is the faith band from Full House?
0: Yeah. Now don't yeah, uh, you I, know? No copyright
1: infringement intended. No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't need the wrath of John Stamos. No, you don't. The want full that. the full legal wrath of John Stamos. If you
0: really want America to turn on you. <laughs> yeah. become john stamos uh, <laughs> right right
1: no nah, I, I don't need that that's the way that we're, works. we're big fans
0: yeah we're big fans i i'm wearing a john stamos t-shirt um <laughs> i'm not but let's pretend <laughs> um when you record uh one thing i like about you is you seem to experiment uh quite a bit especially on this latest album. Um, when it was so it was so different from the previous album, Jenna, that it at first it caught me by surprise. Mm. I was like, Wow, you know, I, I I was introduced to you as like stark guitar yeah, vocals. That's interesting. And then you laid this album on me where you were actually it made bigger sounds, more instrumentation. Right. Uh was, was how did that second album in, in the experimenting come?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess it um part of it was just like access, like um, I I borrowed a bass guitar from a classmate of mine and I bought a little drum set off of Craigslist and then also Villanova University isn't too far away from here and um, I would kind of stop into their practice rooms that have pianos and Um, drums and um, yeah so that's that's where that kind of divergence in sound came from and like so the Tascam Porta Studio it's a four track recorder there are ways where you can record more than four tracks but just the four track setup it lends itself to vocals, drums, bass, guitar Uh, just something about that arrangement just kind of slides onto those four tracks just like really seamlessly and it just makes for like a lot of fun with playing around with the um the faders on the on the tracks like the knobs and stuff um yeah i guess yeah th- this this most recent album was it was just a very like tactile mechanical experience um and i just had i guess bigger ideas for my songs uh You know when you i mean i'm sure you know this like if you're going to write a song and you're going to record it as just guitar and vocals like that needs to be a tight song that song cannot have no gaps, right no gaps no fat that needs to be a lean song and and especially if you're going to play it out it can't have interludes where you're just going through the chord progression Right. and you know imagining a guitar solo in your head you need that you need it to be tight um, so I guess what I'm saying is the songs on this most recent album <laughs> have some fat on them or maybe that's how I felt while I was recording them and um, and just like you know I mean I, I, I can I like ripping a guitar solo here and there yeah. so I figured let me put well, some guitar it was, guitar solo
0: it was nice it was nice to give to hear you take a little more space to To play more, right? Um, add more music uh, to on top of the lyrics, which are, are equally as good. Oh, thank uh, you, Mark So, um, yeah, I was I was really impressed with that. I'm glad I um, I recommend everybody to check it out again it's Jesse and the Revelator. So um, that the newest album is uh, demos 1978 to 1984, and then the album that I found that uh, what. Made me such a fan was the Jenna album, um, and that's on there as well. So you can check that out. And off that album, the title track of that album is you know one of my favorite songs um, that I've ever heard an independent independent artist write, and record, and perform. Uh, he played it the night at the Bitter End, and. Um, Oh, man it's I, I love listening to it off the album so i'm going to i'm going to beg you to play yeah uh, of
1: course it's my pleasure let's get the reverb
0: back on here it's a sad song but the message is powerful and it's just uh, it's hauntingly beautiful
1: Well, you're very kind, Mark. Thank you very much. You're a very gracious host. Give I it up. Tr- give it up for Mark. I everybody. try.
0: I try my best. At,
1: at at home, in your car, in your cubicle, wherever you are, give give it up for Mark. Give him give him a little applause. And now explain to your boss why you're clapping. <laughs> As you put all your belongings in a cardboard box, and you go
0: and you try to explain to your loved ones. While you yeah, no why longer there's, Why court. there's going to be no Christmas this
2: yeah.
0: year. Hey, look, well, yeah, we believe in you.
2: <laughs> she ain't a day over there with nails painted with man Jack Margarine is two sizes big, make her walk kind of funny. They call her a lizard, but she's making money. Wander the tarmac till sun headlights. Becking, a in the nighttime that's romance she reckons she never known love that didn't come from an angle violence and tenderness they all get sort of tangled up inside her Daddy keeps a fortune on the table during dinner He wants that her hold it So she knows that it ain't in her To ever do something that he says she might regret He says you think times are tough Just wait and see how tough they get If you cross me And of course her dreams aren't gone, they just sort of moved along, and that's how calm she's feeling the fine And of course she's tired of this shit, but she's also used to it. I'm saying you go on, I'll catch up with you in time. Inside a cabin with a man thrice for aid she tries concentrating on the dashboard display. An older girl once told her never call them by their names. And if you don't look them in the eyes, they'll start to look the same after so long. Sometimes at night she dreams of fire on a lake awakes and sits up like a stepped upon a rake She thinks of going home and of how long she's been gone And then of what they'll say of all the awful things she's done And she lies back down It ain't how you think it'd be, like carrying round a weight It's more like digging holes, or like giving things away My God, if she kept count, the number would drive her insane She never been out dancing, but she's circling the drain. Of course her dreams are in dead. Maybe just sort of gone ahead And that's how come she's feeling left behind And of course she's tired of this shit But she's also used to it Saying you go on, I'll catch up with you and
1: me
0: When I think of Jesse and the Revelator, I think of Towns Van Zandt. I think of Guy Clark. I think of Jerry Jeff Walker. I I love this songwriting, man. God bless you. I hope you keep doing it. God bless you. I hope you keep writing and giving me more albums to listen to. because Uh, I I mean... Just write specifically for me.
1: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I, uh, you know, Lord knows why I do it now. And uh, I don't see whatever that reason is... I mean I don't see it abandoning me anytime soon also that click you heard towards the end of the song that was the sound of the tape running out that happens when uh, you're tape machine
0: that happens when you're recording on tape I
1: know I I knew it was coming and I I was was watching it yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. we got it uh, we got it on the computer
0: the uh again just seen the revelator check them out uh, on Bandcamp. this is it's beautiful music it'll get you thinking and uh um, you'll be happy. You, you, you'll be happy. You looked it up. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. We're gonna sign off here and wrap this thing up. Um, hey, do me a favor, everybody. Believe in yourselves. And until next month, we'll be back with another podcast.
1: So uh, I appreciate you listening, and uh, you'll get another one next month.